No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the coast are not through those of the host. Discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smackin' a Raw Podcast, episode 249. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. And if you are watching us on YouTube or on Pornhub, you see the beautiful accoutrement of other podcasters I have brought along with me. First and foremost, she is the shaman of Sheleet, the host of the Sheleet Showcase. The oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't going to do that. I was going to let Reek do that. I forgot. I got I got all excited and I got my thing. So, uh, Reek, would you please introduce, actually let me let me introduce Reek uh, from Young Kings Wrestling. He is host of the Havoc Hour and good friend of the show, Doctor Reek Baker, B B C. Oh, I, I forget. Every time I come here, I forget. Every time. Oh, man. So uh, I'm going to introduce. Okay. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the Smacking of Raw podcast, we present to you the hardest working woman in podcasting today in wrestling podcasting, the shaman of Sheet the one and only my client, the emancipated Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe, who is now tied with Vince at 16 apiece for the race of Pornhub Poppy. But I didn't just bring Reek and Katie, who you know and love and have seen a million times, fresh face to the podcast and good friend of the podcast for a very long time, or at least until I started giving them shit about Toxic Attraction, from the <laughs> Just In Time podcast. It's Justin, guys. What up? Happy to make my hub debut. And to meet Reek and Katie as well. Yeah, because we have a lot of interactions with you on Twitter, but I am the only one that has had the pleasure of being on a show with you um, and making you laugh. So now I get to host a show with you and everyone gets to make you laugh. Fantastic. Um, Ready to go. I'm going to do this right off the bat. Um, Today, the Supreme Court overruled Roe v. Wade. And if you have been listening to this podcast, you know that we are pro Black Lives Matter and we are pro choice. We have pro wrestling, pro choice t shirts. That is where we stand. That is the line we draw. And I have no idea why you'd be listening to this podcast if you did not understand or realize that. It should be no surprise to you. Um, what this means is that it is no longer a federally protected woman's right to choose whether or not she can have an abortion that means that the states will now choose whether it is okay for a woman to have an abortion regardless of if she is the victim of a sexual assault or rape if the baby is born out of incest if there is a birth defect or if it is dangerous and could possibly kill the mother it will be the state's right to decide as well as 
they may be trying to incarcerate a woman, a doctor or medical professional who uh, facilitates an abortion for a woman. Um, Oh, we lost reek. He may come back. We'll see. Um, Along with that, one of the justices also tried to propose that we ban uh, gay relationships, same-sex relationships, same-sex marriages, and contraceptives. Um, and I know all of you Christians are listening to that and thinking, oh, this sounds great. That sounds like what I read in the Bible, which, by the way, your Bible's bullshit. Now they're anywhere there. Um, what this is all about, if you haven't figured it out, is population control and money. They are trying to force women to have relationships uh reek's laptop just shut off so he will be figuring that out and coming back um they're trying to force women to have same-sex relationships and produce children so that they have taxpayers to fuel the economy that is all this is about they don't give a fuck about you your religion your religious rights anything like that they are trying to make sure that right now in the u.s who we have the lowest birth rates we've had in fucking forever they can force women into having these things that's why you take away uh, condoms and oh, reeks back. That is why you take away condoms and birth control. That is why you take away a woman's right to have an abortion. That is why you take away uh, same sex marriages and same sex relationships and try to make them illegal because then the only thing legal is a relationship between a man and a woman. And the only product of that could be birth of more children. And they don't give a fuck about those children once they are born. If they did, they'd do something about the formula shortage. If they did, they'd do something to protect those children when they are in school, even though we have mass shootings. As a matter of fact, they doubled down on their gun policies by making it federally protected uh, to have the right to conceal and carry, yet took away a woman's federally protected right to body autonomy. Guns essentially have more rights in the United States of America than women do. And there are people cheering and applauding this. And it makes me sick. I'm not even going to sit here and ask you guys to go buy our bro wrestling pro choice t-shirts. Cause that's not what it's about. It's not buying our merch. The money does go to a good cause. And if you do want to support that cause, please do. I am donating the money to the women's reproductive rights assistance project. Katie, who is selling the same shirt is donating that money to Planned Parenthood. I ask that if you have the money to donate, please donate to any local Planned Parenthood or women's reproductive assistance project uh, organization or anything in your town so that women have access to safe health care and safe medical needs in these situations so that they're not having back alley abortions and the things that are going to result from this so if you don't buy shirts from us please donate to something locally to help women in your area to have access to safe medical health care uh, in these situations. That's what I ask. And if you do want to support us and you do want to go buy the shirt, I'm not keeping any of the money of it. I don't see any of the money anyway. It's all getting donated um, for that reason to help these women. So uh, that is where we stand on it. It's fucking bullshit. I have a daughter. I have a wife. And one last thing, being pro-choice doesn't necessarily mean you're pro-abortion. You can be against abortion, but understand that it is each individual woman's right to have that choice. And if you want to stand on your religious pillar, you should also realize that, hey, God gave us all free will to make our own decisions. So it should not be a government or a state's place to take away our God-given free will or a woman's God-given free will to make choices for herself. 
if you want to stand on that religious pedestal, realize that the only person that should be judging these women and their actions and why they did them would be your God, if that is what you believe. Not you, not the government, not anyone else. So you shouldn't have a fucking say. It's their choice, given to them by God. So there you go. You guys have anything to add to that? Uh, I don't. Uh, you pretty much took anything I was going to say, but uh, I think if anyone would, it would be Katie. So take it away. See. Hmm. I hate being a woman, specifically in the United States. I have no rights as fuck. <laughs> as a bisexual woman, I will also have no rights soon, probably. It's terrible. Like, they don't care. I also saw women cheering this, which absolutely blows my mind because your fellow women are being affected and you don't care. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I, being in the world now, I, I absolutely hate it. I've hated being a woman for a very long time because we get treated like shit. And now you're going to take away all the rights that I have. I'm done. (laughs) Like it's, I'm tired of fighting. It's fucking exhausting. And I don't know what to do because voting doesn't do anything. Protesting doesn't do anything. Guns have more rights than I do. So I'm pissed. I will say voting in this case will on a state level affect on a state level. Yes, but not the Supreme Court. Correct. But I do recommend that everyone with primaries and everything coming up, go out and vote and vote for someone who is going to protect your right to an abortion in your state and elect that person in your state uh, as well. I was a person who, uh, I guess he came back on his phone and then now he's coming back on his laptop. So Travis mm-hmm. is going to be pissed, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, go out and vote, plain and simple. And also, do not think that this will stop with women because precedents like this can also be linked to people of color and taking their rights away um, as well, which, again, we have reek from the Young Kings Wrestling, and I would ask you to support any families GoFundMes as young kings wrestling does with those black lives matter shirts if you want to get a cool shirt and do it you can go pick that up as well but uh yeah it's more than just women that are going to be affected by this it is same-sex marriages and couples whether it's gay men lesbian women bisexuals trans so on and so forth as well as people of color everyone except for straight white males like myself really are being affected by this and as a straight white cis male I'm supportive that everyone should have their rights to be and love and exist the way that they want to. So absolutely. You got anything, Justin? No, you you just said everything that I could have even possibly said. That was just it's it's just such a fucked up thing. It's so fucked up. And that's why I have everyone here on because I try to surround myself with people that share the same values and ideals that I share and I try and block out all of the, well, I'll call it fucking idiots uh, out there that exist that don't see the issues here with taking rights away from women, people of color, 
the LBGTQ community. Um, but that is all for now. Again, if you would like to support us as well as a good cause, you can go check out at Katie wrestling 13 or at Matt Ritter pin tweets. Also ykwrestling.com for those black lives matter shirts. You guys know the spiel. You guys have been listening. You know how all that goes. So I do ask that you do that, but if you don't do that, please go support a local organization or something that assists women. Um, Let's get into news and rumors. I've only got two things, but Reek said he's got some new shit that just came out. So first and foremost, since we're already on a somber note, uh, rest in peace to Tim White. Uh, he passed away right after Dave Heb- uh, Dave Hebner did. Um, obviously a staple of the Attitude Era. We saw the clips that he had where he was doing the things he was doing on WWE.com or WWF.com at the time. Uh, but also Hell in a Cell matches and just a huge part of the WWF attitude era and my childhood. So uh, condolences to his family and rest in peace, Tim white. And then the last bit of news that I have is uh, apparently Bruce Pritchard has been appointed John Laurinaitis's job. So Vince stepped down as CEO and Bruce is filling in talent relations. And the two guys that supposedly may or may not have done some very terrible, awful things uh, and then paid money to cover it up um consensual awful things as far as we know uh and then paid three million dollars covered up are now taking leave of absences from their positions and they have been filled by stephanie and bruce pritchard (laughs) well that is the perfect segue into what i've got (laughs) because less than an hour ago these two headlines came up first and foremost John Laurinaitis may be on his way out the door uh, because and I don't know why this is the, the, the main reason why it, it became a, the headline of the story. But, uh, you know, obviously his name was in a lot of these allegations too. You know, him and Vince supposedly were tag teaming on it. But uh, it says that Laurinaitis' cell phone is shut off now. The, the numbers that he's had since 2001. So, uh a lot of people have been telling the uh, the dirt sheets that this is a very bad sign for him. So might be on his way out because he's one of Vince's most trusted people behind the scenes. Or but, Kathy uh, killed him. That That's also possible too. I mean, I'm sure she, like everyone else, found out about this, this, this story and she's not happy about it. So <laughs> Linda seems fine. Linda's out tweeting about fucking pro-choice bullshit or pro-life bullshit like nothing happened but, but she she ran as a pro-choice you know I'm not gonna but the the big one the big one that came out is uh a former Louisiana attorney general uh law firm first of all uh before we even got to today about seven different law firms have been investigating WWE for everything from these allegations to potential securities fraud, everything. But this one uh, is launching an investigation into WWE for potential violation of some state or federal laws related to Saudi Arabia. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can pull this up here. So uh, a series of prior disappointing disclosures relating to it's important yet deteriorating relationship with the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. 
and then there's a there's a full press release about it here. But obviously, the whole thing about you know WWE and Saudi has been subject to a lot of criticism for a multitude of reasons. And now with an investigation going on, it's uh, it's going to leave the door open for a lot worse. So I mean, it, it's it's not a good week in a McMahon mania land. Nope. Yikes. Not at all. And uh, that deteriorating relationship with Saudi Arabia might not have happened if they had buried Mansoor. I mean, he was Saudi taker, so you know, can't go burying your top Saudi talent. Expect them to be okay. Exactly. All right. Justin, you are our guest. Would you like to start with spits or swallows this week? I say we do swallows first. You want to go swallows first. What is your first swallow this week? First swallow is Solo Sokoa Grayson Waller match on NXT. Okay. Big fan of Grayson Waller. Big fan of Solo Sokoa. Just perfect. Awesome match. I am looking. Uh, I love to- I love Solo. I love I love Solo Sokoa. And uh, fuck Grayson Waller, but uh, I love yeah. that everyone doesn't like him. I've just I I, I, I came to love Grayson Waller so much. And it's just like everybody hates him, and I just go, I love it. I love it. I, I, I say love it. I, I say this all the time. I'm like, I guess he's doing his job well because I hate him, but mm-hmm. I fucking hate him. <laughs> I just think he's really good. I just think he's so good. Like I love watching. He's just such a good wrestler. Waller won that match, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's definitely one of my spits. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna, I put that as a spit too because that's yeah. just like you had this whole is. thing where it seems like Solo was going for it, like there, and it's just kind of like stopping his momentum. It just feels kind of shitty. I was really enjoying them just crushing any momentum that Waller had and building up Solo, and then they they shifted gears on me, and I'm not happy about it. Solo should be challenging Braun for the title. Or at the very least, Carmelo Hayes. Um, I don't want to see Carmelo versus Waller. I don't want to see Braun versus Waller. Like, we need to put the gas pedal on solo big time. Uh, Katie, what's your first swallow of the week? Uh, the Fatal Five Way on Raw. The, the okay. women, um, specifically um, Carmelo. She won. I kind of hate that uh, Carmella is like the consolation prize in Vegas, which <laughs> kind of sucks because she's, you know, she's improved a lot. She's doing what she can. Uh, but I mean, she was also the only one not involved in a storyline. So it was kind of made sense that she would win the match. But I loved the match regardless. And like everything, Becky and Asuka in that match, and then their match later in the night. Like those two are wrestling soulmates as of right now. Like Becky and Asuka, that's your stars right there. It's really funny you phrase it that way because literally my notes. It's it's the second thing in my notes because the first thing in my notes actually didn't happen on Raw. It happened over the weekend in an indie show, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, opening up with Consolation Women's Fatal Five Way to determine Bianca's next opponent. Uh, so I also looked at it as a consolation prize. Mella did get the win. She was the only woman in that match that was not in the money in the bank already or in a qualifier. So it made sense to put her over seeing as they lost Rhea. Um, Which we got more spit, of it, by the way. Pissed. Big spit there. 
we have more of that Alexa Live chemistry that I absolutely love. They came out throwing shade at everyone along with Carmelo. So the promo before the match was fun. The match was fun. I've enjoyed, even though I don't know why we just have to keep doing multiple person women's five ways every or four ways or five ways every week. They've been good. So I'm not going to knock it. I, I'm swallowing as well. Take it. Nothing you guys. So, uh, I mean, it, it was this Carmelo winning is my first spit. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, you know how we I, do I, it. I, I, if I, you spit in Carmelo, I, yeah, let's I, talk I, about it now. So, you remember that line in Mean Girls, you know, try, trying to make fetch happen? Like, this this is fetch. Like, stop trying to make that happen. Like, we haven't seen Carmella in weeks. And I, I hate this trend that they do where it's like, you, you disappear for so long, and then all of a sudden you jumped into a fucking title program. Like, like Gender. Gender was fired, and then comes back, and he's in the Dre runner-up and then all of a sudden he's in a title match like I, I i don't i never have liked that like i i agree carmella has improved and i i like to see that they're doing more things with her but it's like okay our, our plans fell apart so we insert carmella you had alexa you have nikki that's not doing anything uh i, I don't want to see you drop in any more potential title ch- matches or contendership matches as long as Bianca is champion because she's been whooping her ass at least once a month in 2021 so I don't want to see that no more but you had options and I, I don't feel like Carmella should have been at the top of that list that's just me. but all of those options are already in the money in the bank and this match is happening at money in the bank so either you pull a woman out of money in the bank and then you put Carmella in money in the bank or you let Carmella go get squashed by Bianca and then you continue with your planned match for SummerSlam with one of these women and also, it's a huge tell who isn't going to win if you pull her out and put her in a singles title feud. Yeah. You already knew that person wasn't going to win. So, in a perfect world, what I would have done was have Bianca issue an open challenge. And then you surprise the people in Vegas with Bailey. Let's hear it. There you go. I mean, I still want Bailey to show up. Some Bailey. But. After the like match. She, need, she needs to stop playing. I, I know she's ready. She needs to stop trolling us. She's been so, ready. Justin, you wanted to spit Carmella too, right? Yeah. I've, I've never been a fan of Carmella. And it just, it was just obvious that she was going in. And it's just the whole her not being on TV. Same thing like Reek said. I just hate how she just goes off TV, comes back, and it's just like, let's just slide Carmella in here. Just no. Doesn't do it for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, my first swallow, since I'm going to go in a circle, so Rico will be last, uh, Scarlet Bordeaux defeated Eddie only in a broad panties <laughs> match and shoved a double ended dildo up his ass at indie show circle six hope. And here's why I have been on this show and multiple shows advocating for the fact that you can have two things. You can have attractive women in brawn panties matches as well as mm-hmm. wrestling. And we have this now. Both things can exist. You don't need to have one or the other as long as it is consensual and something that the women want to do. And this is something that Scarlett wanted to do. And she did it in an intergender match. And she shoved a double-ended dildo up a dude's ass. This whole situation screams Matt Ritter if she had dressed up as Freddy Krueger before she came out, I probably would have busted a nut. 
just from the entrance. Like, there's nothing more Matt Ritter than this entire situation. So, that is my very first swallow. I don't even know who the fuck Eddie Only is. I don't care. He's some guy that got a double-ended dildo up his ass over the weekend. And Scarlett <laughs> fucked him up. She won the Braun Panties match. That is my first swallow of the oh week. Uh, do you guys have anything to add to that? As soon as I saw that fucking clip, I knew you were going to die. I did too. Is, he, I felt he, he, said, he told us this was coming, and I forgot oh, about he did. that. <laughs> he did until he started. As soon as he said Scarlet, I was like, "Oh God!" Uh, oh man, you that shit-eating grin, dude. He's so happy. <laughs> oh, so happy it was it? Again, uh, I have been an advocate that we can have both. It doesn't have to just be women wrestling that there are women out there who embrace their bodies and embrace their sex appeal and want to do both want to be somewhat divas, but also want to be women's wrestlers and that there's a space in wrestling for both kinds of women. And we have gotten to a point to where the idea that we don't want divas at all anymore because WWE was so awful in forcing these women into situations that they didn't want to be in that the women that were okay expressing this side of themselves or enjoyed expressing their sexuality and their beauty in this fashion were no longer allowed to exist. It just had to be straight up women's wrestlers, but you have men that do these gimmicks that no one has a problem with uh, until we talk about that Joey dude who made force people touch Dick, but forcing people to touch your Dick is never good. Val Venus, other characters have done things like this. It was okay for the men. It should be okay for the women. There should be a space for both. And if this is something Scarlett wants to do, I personally 100% support it. I would like to see more. If I find out about another one, I might actually buy an indie pay-per-view and watch it just for that. <laughs> Especially if she's shoving double-ended dildos up guys' asses. Oh, my God. Terrible. Uh, Reek, what is your first swallow this week? Oh, man. So uh, I'm going to go with both Becky and KO's Descent into Madness. Because it's just entertaining as hell to watch. K KO with these Ezekiel, Elias, the whole thing they got going on, and Elias showing up with the, the fake beard on. <laughs> and it's like he he at the end of that segment now he's talking about I don't care who it is I face next week. If it's Ezekiel, if it's Elias, whoever shows up, I'm fighting them, I'm beating them. Like that whole thing, like KO does not miss in terms of being a, a pure sports entertainer. There's a wrestler, he's got it, no question. But it's like everything that they give him, he just turns into gold. But Becky's has been like just I, I said this, I said this on, on Young Kings with TC. It's like she's been mirroring Seth ever since she came back. It's like delving so far into that delusional heel. And now that she's lost the title, and it's been like just loss after loss after loss. And you got people all over the discourse complaining and bitching moaning, oh Becky's losing Dana Brooke and all sorts of like it's it's an angle. It's an angle. We're building to something. So the journey is going to be beautiful to watch. So you have to enjoy it. So I've been enjoying this shit. So would you say that if Seth Rollins is wrestling's Patrick Bateman, that Becky would be Rachel from American Psycho 2? <laughs> um potentially i mean i've not i've not never been that big on like horror sequels because you know unless it's part of a franchise you know because you know uh, 
certain sequels they just they just don't do it you know what i'm saying like if, if you're not making multiple movies at a time that that one that just has that one off it, it doesn't really hit like that so i, I don't I, know it, it, potentially I, i'm with you uh i'm gonna jump in on this and agree but more so for the elias ezekiel stuff that we got yeah. with ko's dissension yeah. elias and zeke being in the same room yes we know it was a fake beard yes we know they were the same person but the way that Doesn't wwe matter. played this off was so fucking satisfying to me. Mm -hmm. They sat together, they talked, they shot it fantastically. He came out and performed with his stupid fucking fake beard. <laughs> then when KO came out to challenge him, he's got pre-recorded shit up on the Titan Tron. Then KO goes in the back after getting a guitar shot and he's standing just outside a gorilla and Ezekiel hasn't come through or uh, Elias has not come through yet. And Ezekiel comes from the back and KO just looks flabbergasted as if he just watched a magic trick and cannot figure out how the fuck it happened, but he knows it's not real. The whole fucking thing brought me so much joy on Monday Night Raw. Oh, yep. it's it's one of the best storylines on Raw. And That's now good. there's a That's potential Elrod, whoever that may be. I hope it's Damien Sandow. Just for fun, because why the fuck not? Let's keep this going longer. It's, it's one of the only good things about Raw is this feud storyline, whatever you want to call it. I swallowed a lot of Raw actually this week, so. Um, okay, in the past like month or so, this has been one of the best things. You got, uh, you got anything down there, Justin, for KO, Ezekiel, Becky, Spitzer Swallows? KO is the reason why I'm still kind of into this. Like, I've been kind of, like, in and out on it the entire time, but KO is keeping me in it because he's just fucking hysterical. Just the way he acts to all of it, it's just hilarious. Every time I get out, they pull me back in. And that, that's how mm -hmm. I feel. Every time I'm like, okay, it's over, I'm done, let's move on, they do something new, to your point. And I'm like, okay, it's cool again. Let's Okay, let's keep going. That's Kevin Owens is gold for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, what's your next swallow of the week? I had Wesley's promo on NXT. I thought that was awesome. Just the fact that he's even bringing up Nash Carter, even though he's not name dropping, but just bringing it up. Awesome. It's, it's, it makes you want to root for Wesley, just how he's in this, his feelings right now. Just like my best friend's gone and I'm struggling to get through this here, but you know, he's willing to just keep fighting through it so and i love wesley guys fantastic so i know you don't like him because matt's shitty kids we get uh, well, <laughs> orphan now. so actually actually i'm swallowing that whole segment i'm i'm swallowing wesley and trick williams uh i do appreciate the fact that nxt allowed him to address the downfall of matt's shitty kids even though they wouldn't let him say his best friend's name on tv mm -hmm. uh, but more so what put this over the top as a swallow for me was trick williams telling him Quit crying, or I'm gonna do to Wes like the rest of his friends did, and just leave. So because the way he left that segment, I was like, God damn! Because it's not just Nash Carter; it's uh, that other dude from Impact that people like that I can't remember his fucking name. That was part of Trey Miguel. That Trey one Miguel. there, him. Yeah, the the that the better one. one of the three that didn't show up at NXT. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that to piss off Vince. So if he listens back, he'll be like, fuck you. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I I said the same thing. Like, it, it's good to see that you know he's not just doing the happy-go-lucky thing as a face. Like he's showing that edge. And I think if anyone was good enough to to get that that side out of him, it was Trick because you know that his clapback was. Listen, you playing second fiddle, you man. So I mean, you know that that that's where you started. You know, kind of really digging. So I think this is going to be pretty dope. So I I had that right on my list too. It definitely yeah, a swallow for me. I mean, I haven't been crazy for Trick Williams, but I love the one line he did when he had the, in, the him and Carmelo had the interaction with Tony and his and the family. When he was like, "I don't care if you're two dimes, twenty nickels, hundred pennies," and I was just like, "That's fucking hysterical." We don't disrespect the family on this podcast. Oh, it's, 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 it's in my swallows. It's in my swallows. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Katie, what is your next swallow? Um, one of the only female tag teams in NXT who should be fucking champions by now. Uh, formerly known as Team Ninja, whatever the fuck you want to call them now. Uh, Kaden and Katana. It's some shit that they haven't like gotten titles it's like the riot squad all over again it's like that's the team you want to root for and like i said that's been like the only female tag team in nxt for the longest time and now they're gonna have this match against fucking cora and roxanne they're probably gonna lose and then they're never gonna get a chance and it just kind of makes me salty because i love them and like the back and forth they had with cora and roxanne i just like women's wrestling so and I've got that in my swallows too. Toxic Attractions promo. The fact that Cora and Roxanne did what I said they should have done and used that for the tag titles. And I have made the distinction and I can't wait to hear TC because I know he said some shit. Uh, the winning the Dusty Cup does not and will not ever be justification for a singles championship. However, the stipulation of the breakout tournament is to challenge for a championship it does not stipulate which championship the dusty cup is always stipulated for tag team titles uh because it is a tag team tournament we saw carmella go for the north american title not the nxt championship and with those three women roxanne and cora make the most sense as a tag team with indy going after mandy for that world title mm -hmm. in that feud that's what makes the most sense to me so I was happy that that happened. I was happy to see Team Ninjas not just like, oh, we lost and we're going to go back to doing drugs and hanging out at country concerts with uh, the new NXT UK Tag Team Champions, Brooks and Dunn. Because uh, fuck. <laughs> um, but actually came out and they're being involved in a tag team feud, continuing to utilize women's tag teams, which is something that the main roster just fucking gave up on completely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, yep. the titles are gone. They just forget about it. Oh yeah. Um, I, I I gave up on what, whatever we call them nowadays. I gave up on that after in your house when they didn't win. I said I, I give up because I've been saying it for almost a year, maybe maybe a year that they're the only they're the best tag team that the the entire company has right now in terms of the women, and you just. Getting them right there just to lose every single time. I said before, toxic attraction don't need all the gold no more. That that period of you know their, their their faction, the height of their faction, they 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 had that period of time. They had all the gold. They don't need it anymore. 
So, I mean, Mandy can stay champion until you get Cora, which I think is the overall where they want to go. But the rest of them don't need to have him. Like, I, you don't need that. I don't agree with that anymore as far as Cora. I honestly think if any one of those three beats Mandy and it's not Indy, it's going to be Roxanne. I feel like we thought it was going to be Cora, and I feel like Roxanne has kind of surpassed Cora in that aspect. Um, I, I don't think she is the focus that she was at one point. Uh, Justin, do you have anything to say about Toxic Attraction? The greatest well, female faction in the WWE? I put this, I put that whole entire thing as a gargle kind of moment right now because I'm leaving it for after the, I see this tag match next week because when they in, immediately announced that they were going to go challenge for the tag titles, I went, shit, well, that kind of disappointed me. But then literally days, I just sat and thought about it. And I'm like, there's so many different options you have after that, that it's like, she might not, it might not waste her contract. She might still have it. She could end up being a double champion. You could end up putting the title on, you could have them end up taking the tag titles. You could end up putting the titles on Caden and Katana finally. You could finally have Roxanne win the singles title. You could have Nikita win the singles title. Like you have so many different options here that it's like, that's why I put it as a gargle moment because it's like there's so many options you have now. I know you've <laughs> got your Dr. Umar blinders on for Nikita. Uh, I don't know that I do anymore reek but i know you do that's not me that's not that's my co-host i listen so what was that reaction i I I just saw on your face when he as soon as he said her name excitement you got the biggest boner i have ever seen on this wrestling podcast (laughs) that's that's excitement bro that's engorging incitement like i i've said this i've said this on the show multiple times when it comes to fikita i i need dr umar to shut what we call the fuck up because that 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 is not changing I, I, I'm not I'm not altering my stance on it whatsoever. I, I'm here for everything Nikita Lions, and that, that that's not going to change. Point blank, period. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Okay. Anything else on Toxic Attraction, Caden Katana, or Cora and Roxanne before I give my next swallow? I mean, did you see uh, Gigi in that dress? Dude, damn. Dude. Listen. I am a happily married man, but I may consider divorce should Gigi ever just say hi to me. So, uh, and when my wife hears this, I still love you and I apologize. Um, <laughs> you got that. You he also that. knows that. So, this is Fields pound cake, bro. I'm just saying, like, I feel like we could make a we could make a thruple work if you're if you're willing to put in the work. I am, baby. So, <laughs> <I'm just my next swallow is Vince trolling by making his fe- farewell tour rounds and just showing up to say random dumb shit. So we talked about what he did last Thursday, but he just showed up on Raw and he's like, uh, John Cena is the greatest superstar of all time and he'll be back. And then fucking left and then skipped down the stairs like nothing was wrong, which led to a bunch of fantastic memes that... Uh, I enjoyed the shit out of my favorite one being the one powerbomb jutsu posted of uh, Vince doing thriller. Uh, that is still my favorite to this point, but oh, Vince just, I missed that one. yeah, I'll send it to you. I got it. Uh, but yeah, no oh Vince just being like, all right, well, if I'm, if you're going to take me out, I'm just going to keep showing up 
just to fucking show up and see what you guys do about it. I forgot that NXT was pre-recorded. I kind of hope that Vince showed up and just said some dumb shit on NXT too. Like, and if it wasn't pre-recorded, I think he might have. If he just showed up and he was like, "No, this is what NXT is," and then just left, like it would have been fucking fantastic. Him just showing up for no fucking reason other than he's Vince McMahon and can huge swallow. Yeah. The thing thing is right. I I was laughing when he just showed up because it's like, damn, we're doing this again. But it was when he was leaving. Like the man almost died trying to leave the ring. Like I had flashback to, to fucking 05 when he tore both his quads coming into the ring. Like th- this man <laughs> like had the meanest stumble. He talked to the cameraman, like, I'm good, I'm good, watch out. And it jumps off the stairs. Like, what's, what's, what's really up with you, bro? Like he just he's just throwing all the fucks out the window now. They say, listen, if I'm gonna go down, I'm just gonna, you know. Get every last laugh I can out in front of the people before I go down. Basically. Oh man. Mm. Reek, what is your next swallow this week? Uh I'm I'm just I'm, I'm gonna get to the one you're gonna love. Legato doing legato things. That's what I wrote down. Mm. Uh mm. listen. When you if you're gonna ask for a weapon, you gotta be ready to move when it gets in there. He didn't move in time. You know what I'm saying? He threw them chucks in, threw the nucks in there. My man didn't get to him in time. He got caught. You can't be mad, man. You can't be mad. He, he asked for it. Legato was doing their jobs as part of the family, which, listen, we, we know what's coming. We know what's coming. It's going to be West Side Story Part 2. And uh, it's going to happen. He's going to, there you go. He's going to crumble the Don from the inside because the emperor is reigns over all that man that man is so over it's ridiculous okay so first <laughs> off uh fuck you second off <laughs> big spit like have you ever played catch with your dad reek like you guys ever go out and throw a baseball yeah okay did your dad ever like throw a wide one and then blame you for not catching it when he clearly threw it like way wide uh technically no 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 okay because i'm trying to figure out where this complex of clearly seeing santos throw a past tony and then trying to give this man credit came from like maybe you just have childhood abuse where you're like oh yeah no that was a good throw dad you're right my bad like that was a terrible fucking throw he did it on purpose he cost tony the north american title the don should be motherfucking champion right now and he is not because santos is a shady, shady person who does not live up to his obligations. You lost the match. <laughs> you had your chance. You fucking lost. Not only that, he got our Don hurt. Our Don is now injured because of that and will be out. It fucked up the family so bad. Troy went out and got fucking high and lost his job. <laughs> <laughs> Electra Lopez is somewhere doing something we don't even fucking know. I hope I hope you're right. I hope we get war games and I hope we get what Katie asked for. I hope Electra Lopez comes back and I hope Bianca Corelli joins the family and it is the family and Bianca versus Legato and motherfucking Electra Lopez in an intergender fatal four-way war games match and Tony and whoever Giovanni or whoever the fuck he finds to replace two dimes because he popped bad and lost the job. Uh, whoops the fuck out of Legato for stealing the North American. 
Mello almost missed. Mello almost missed. He almost <laughs> lost that title. I'm just saying that. Listen, I I have been on this whole kick where I look at NXT 2.0 as the NXT version of the new generation in WWF. I, I talked about it. I put it on TikTok. This and that. Mello and Diesel, or Mello and Trick are HBK and Diesel from the new generation. I'd say Solo's kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know, like Bret Hart, maybe, um, or Razor Ramon. I'd say Mello's the Razor Ramon of that that section of the new generation. I'll give him Razor. However, the Da, <laughs> I don't know who in the new generation he would mimic, but it's somebody that held the championship. It's someone that held the WWF championship, and he deserves to be respected. <laughs> That man will be NXT champion, and he will rule NXT. I mean, I put the match as a swallow, too. I just put the finish as a freaking spit because terrible freaking ending. Like, pointless to put them together for no reason now. Three weeks to put them together, and that's it. Katie, do you have my back here? Because <laughs> I know how you feel about Carmelo Hayes, so I'm just wondering if... Ooh. I'm gonna get gang banged here. Ooh. Ooh. I love me some Carmelo Hayes because we know you like do. can you blame but, you, but you're also a Tony Stan. I, I do love me some Tony D'Angelo. The match, fantastic. I don't I don't know how I feel about Santos costing Tony I had a feeling it would happen as long as I get my intergender war games match I'll allow it if I don't get my match out of this fuck this all I want is intergender wrestling this is the time so Fucking disrespectful not you I was like excuse me Santos in general disrespectful uh, yeah he really said you want your knucks go get them thank you but that's there what was I no, said. it was nowhere near him he's he's no you no, no, said no. tony he's, missed him he, he didn't even slide him, him anywhere right near him i did i did the don got to move faster than that so no, 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 no. he, he slid them shit right to mellow you gotta be quicker than that I cannot wait till we meet in person one day. You are not going to see it coming. I'm going to throw something right at your face, and when it hits you, I'm going to be like, got to be quicker than that. Maybe it'll be a, maybe it'll be a double-ended dildo. Maybe I'll just whip it over there. Boom. Got to be quicker than that. Sorry, Reek. Make his ass come to Chicago at the end of August, like everyone else. Mm. Oh, oh, man. Fuck, that'd be so funny. Justin, oh, what is your next swallow? I've got Zack Sabre Jr. on Dynamite. Zack Sabre Jr. on Dynamite and this mystery opponent that Brian has for him. Uh, okay. Again, it's, you know, the speculation is all Claudio, Castagnoli, and all this other thing, but it's like, give me Claudio, give me Jonathan Gresham, give me Johnny Gargano, give me whatever you want to give me. I am all in for this match at Forbidden Door. I don't care who it is. I'm all in for it. I think Katie froze. Did I? She heard Jonathan Gresham. She was like, wait a second. She froze on my screen. I can hear her, but but she is not moving. Oh, there she goes. Now she is. 
I've been moving. The Watch the video back. You are making a very funny face. And you're okay. like, <laughs> the entire time. God damn uh, it. I'm with you on that. Da- uh, Brian Danielson's announcement, him telling us, you know, hey, I found somebody to fight Zach Morris Jr. Uh, and I'm not going <laughs> to fucking tell you who it is. I came out of the heel tunnel. Um, I'm all for it. I'm sorry, is there a problem? Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Oh my god. You couldn't even you couldn't one. even give him you couldn't even give him a name with an S. It had to be Zach Morris. <laughs> Sir. The only people that get credit are those that are part of the Great O'Cons United Empire. You, you, could, you could have called him Sabretooth. Morris. I love um, Sabretooth. I thought about I thought about like Sabre Hummus. I thought about that, but um, I would have I, I went with Zach Morris Jr. I enjoyed that too. Zach Morris Jr. Is great. He's a pretty white kid. Why not? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was I'm swallowing that as well. Like I enjoyed that whole thing, especially Daniel Bryan being like, I'm not gonna fucking tell you guys who I came out of. Like, don't you pay attention? I came out of the heel tunnel. Like, no, I ain't telling you shit. I ain't telling Zach Morris Jr. shit. You guys will find out by the pay-per-view. Show up at the United Center. Come to Chicago if you want to know. So, I mean, definitely swallowing. What do you call him, Zach? Zach Morris, Morris. Jr. Yeah, Say by the bell. I, I know. Let's make it short. Um, I'm swallowing him showing up, but I'm spitting the fact that Brian's hurt because that fucking sucks. Because he was supposed to have this match with Zach, and it was gonna be great. Now, hopefully, we get Claudio, which is what I want. But he was also going to be in Blood and Guts. So, which, like, I guess I'm kind of okay with. Because now it's for sure going to be Wheeler Yuta in the match. And pre-Kyle deserves to be in that match. So, it it just it just sucks that Brian's hurt again. Because he was yeah. on a nice stretch of time where he wasn't hurt and he was okay. It's those damn white t-shirts. What's the damn ramps that apparently don't touch the ring? That too. Which is I feel like end. if you ask YK Wrestling, they'll tell you that it is the lack of accountability for the health care of the employees under a certain corporation, which I don't necessarily agree with on the behalf of a certain stuntman who has made his own choices in multiple corporations, uh, not their responsibility. Uh, he's going to do his own dumb shit. He always has. Neither here nor there. Just for clarification, uh, I, I hold him responsible for his actions. What we said was, as soon as he got to AEW, was that's the worst place for him to go because they have no accountability. And if he falls into those habits again, no one's going to be throwing you know any type of real responsibility on him to get his shit together. So. And... They suspended him without pay until he's sober and good to go. Shocked. So shocked the shit out of me. So, hey, I can say I've been wrong before. Hey. Uh, Katie, what's your next swallow? By the way, I'm still on Raw. You guys are already on fucking dynamite. Like, I'm on, I have one more for I have another for Raw. Well, okay. when we get to me, but oh, okay. um, bouncing all over the place. This voice, <laughs> I'm swallowing Andre Chase, Chase you. Thea Hale, I love this. She's great. She's also from Pittsburgh, so she's fantastic. And the whole her and we call him Blonde Bo Dallas. Yes. 
love that this is fantastic this is like the little comedy stuff but I also know that this is going to be a good addition because Andre Chase slowly started growing on me which is weird I I just like it I don't know it makes it it makes it a little fun you know it doesn't have to be serious I hated Andre Chase I thought that was a fucking thing he has grown on me I was, I was just like, like a teacher gimmick. Why? But like, I, I, I started off so like I never hated Andre. I started off just real mom on it. Like, oh, I don't know what this is. But after a couple of weeks, I just like I'm to the point where like if you're not down with Chase Eaton, then fuck you. Like, no, this this that, that's how coach, that's how genuinely how I feel. This football coach, math teacher, history teacher thing was not working for me when he was a heel. Since he became a babyface, fantastic. Amped up the comedy, made me that. enjoy it. Yeah, once he did that whole the the one the first like teacher segment when he had the the board up and dude said something out of turn, he started cursing him out. I was like, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. This, this is it. This is it. Because he don't give no fucks, and I love it. Love the roll call during his matches too, where he does the "Give me a say" thing and just starts doing the, the call. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. My next swallow should be of no surprise, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Riddle losing to Omos, not qualifying for money in the bank because fuck that bitch. And then on top of that, after running his mouth and trying to find some pot smoke filled loophole into getting a rematch with Roman, which you lost the fucking match. You don't get one saying he was going to go in money in the bank and talking shit about American psycho Seth Rollins gets his ass whooped for talking shit about American psycho Seth Rollins. So not only did you get smashed by the tribal chief on Friday, you lost to almost and got your ass whooped by Seth Rollins. Riddle is down bad and Ritter is up big. Ladies and gentlemen, swallowing all of that. <laughs> uh, I'm a big I'm just, fan I'm of Matt just... Riddle, but I will always go Ritter for reasons. The only way to go. I'm I'm just down to see Omos and Money in the Bank because you know there's going to be some crazy spots in it. And I will say this again: uh, the the size of this man is underestimated. I've said it multiple times already. Nick Zilla needs a step ladder to get up there and take that briefcase down. He does not need a ladder. Need, give him a stool. Need, I mean, he doesn't even need a step ladder. Just give to- him a stool. Give him a, a chair and just open it up. That's all he needs. He, he does not need a ladder. No. That that man is inches away when he is in full extended reach. That's gonna be fucking weird to see, like this big ass man and a bunch of tiny dudes in that ring. I'm gonna be just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, crazy shit. Put some, just put him on top of somebody's shoulders. That's all I need to do. Play chicken. <laughs> There is literally nobody else. In, uh, not Drew, not Seamus. If you put Drew on Seamus, I don't care if you had fucking horn swaggle on Omos's shoulders, they would not reach. <laughs> uh, what's your next swallow, Reek? Uh, I have Champa on Savage Time because I, I, I don't understand why but I don't care because like my dude just says, if you're in the ring for whatever segment it is, you got Miz TV or you're feuding with theory, whatever it is. If I catch you in the ring, when I get there, I'm stalling on you. He, he just keeps on doing that. This week it was AJ. 
he's gotten uh, Ali and I forget who else it was, but it's like week after week. Riddle, yeah, Riddle. It's like week after week. He's just picking somebody, just saying, oh, you in the ring? Catch you one time. (laughs) Like, I I don't know what it is. I don't know where we're going with it, but I love it. I'm all all for the negativity. And not just Ciampa back on his bullshit, which I know some people don't like. And I I understand that. Like, you want to see heel Tommaso Ciampa the heel NXT Tommaso Ciampa. You want to see him wrestle matches and get wins and do things. I get that. But if WWE is not going to give us that, him just coming out and fucking up random people I'm all good with, on top of it being AJ, who is a huge star for him to feud with, on top of the fact that he attacked AJ after we got more discussion about Miz's tiny balls from AJ. And more discussion about Miz's tiny balls is also a big swallow for me and that whole segment. Balls, balls, and more balls, apparently. We didn't get Maurice out there touching his balls and talking about the different sizes his balls grew as he gave her more disappointing looks. But uh, more talk about his balls, and he's like, this is not going to be a thing. Like, I enjoy hearing all of the wrestlers tell us how tiny Mrs. Balls are and then AJ getting fucked up. So I'm with you on that, Reek. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. It's Ciampa. He doesn't care. He doesn't. He literally ruined a friendship with Johnny Gargano because why the fuck not? It was his time. And that led to one of the best feuds in NXT. Ciampa's going to come around, fuck people up, and be like, all right, bye. Go for him. I love Tommaso Ciampa, so keep doing him. And if we, get a few, we if we get a feud with AJ, fuck yeah. Yeah, there was a time where we weren't even supposed to get Ciampa on the main roster. So the fact that he's mm-hmm. there and he's doing something consistently week after week, fucking be happy and call exactly. it a day. I agree. Justin, what is your next swallow, sir? We've got Malachi and Penta. Malachi winning just, I, I, I hope to God that man wins that fatal four-way at Forbidden Door because Malachi has been just so underutilized in AEW and it's sad, sad. I want this man to win the title Sunday, so one step away now. Yes, underutilized, but also way better utilized than he ever was in his main roster run. He is not pretending to be Rey Mysterio's best friend slash protege, losing an eye and all of that dumb shit. So while I enjoy everything that Malachi is doing, I definitely do think they can do better by him, but not just that match because that match was great. But after the match, the promo from motherfucking Miro going scorched earth. I am going to defeat you all and then have your God come talk to me. Like, (laughs) dude, I honestly, as much as I want Malachi to win, I will not be mad if Miro wins. Like I, one of the best things that has happened from a WWE superstar leaving WWE and going to AEW has been what they have allowed Miro to fucking do in the time that he has been healthy to do it. So his injury sucked him being away sucked, but after he got away from Kip Sabian and he started doing the shit he's doing fucking love it. Yeah. The redeemer is I, I, I didn't even write it down, but I definitely said, that Miro's promos this week are a swallow. Like the one he did on Rampage tonight <laughs> over uh, when uh, Pac was in the ring. He's talking about, I- I'm going to beat you. I'm going to 
drag the the bastards and whatever it was through the through the, through the forbidden door. I'm like, yo, that like, this is this shit is just great. Like, I don't know how you can't like this, honestly. Like I, I've ever since they started the the Redeemer uh, gimmick for for Miro, it, it hasn't missed one single time. Oh yeah, like the match and like Malachi and Penta, fantastic match. Um, Miro, incredible. Like he wasn't even in the ring. He said, "I'm gonna school you all real quick, just with a promo," and like he talked about someone who's not even in the match anymore, obviously because injuries and things mm-hmm. but the fatal four-way is still going to be fantastic specifically even though for itchy isn't going to be in it yeah itchy's uh, not in it itchy, no. itchy got hurt itchy got hurt. Me. so he's not in the match the man he beat to be in the match is in the match um but What's his it, name uh, clark, clark connor clark kent <laughs> so regardless this fatal four is gonna fucking slap and i can't wait and it better just be miro or malachi who wins pack doesn't need it i think one of the other two do more this this title is also just weird for many different reasons but i'll allow them in. the only weird thing about this title is that they're letting people challenge for it who are not from the atlantic area like outside of the Atlantic Ocean and the countries that touch it, you've got people from Japan, which is over in the Pacific, coming over and challenging for an all-Atlantic title. Like that's the only weird thing to me. But uh, yeah, no, I'm with you guys. Uh, big swallow on that. Miro, Malachi versus Penta, Pac coming out, them cutting that promo on or him cutting that promo on Pac. I'm that's probably the match I'm most excited for at Forbidden Door is that fatal four-way match out of everything. That's also because I barely know or give a fuck about any of the other people that are in those matches. And we'll talk about them because they were on dynamite uh, and they all have special names. So we'll get to them, but uh, yeah, Katie, what's your next swallow? Um, So it wasn't going to be Malachi and Penta, Um, but Wardlow, bro, this man said, I want the 18 to 49 women demographic, baby. You got it. You see all these women thirsting for Wardlow. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) That man, I give it. I give it all. I don't even care. I want this man as the 18 champion. Now I need Scorpio to be cleared. I want this match. I want Wardlow to hold gold. Daddy Wardlow needs some gold. Damn it. I don't fucking care anymore. We're daddy. Daddy Wardlow. Uh, <laughs> did you clear this with Daddy DeVille? Daddy DeVille. Daddy DeVille is no longer daddy. She lost it. Oh. Oh, this is news. Okay, all right. She's she's well, so showing her face. In our in the lead chat from from Tim, he's like, "I'll drink Wardlow's bath water and shit like that." I'm like, See, "Bro, the thirst." This is, is why I love Tim. Tim fucking gets it. That is insane. <laughs> I oh. fucking love Wardlow. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is a very, a very attractive man. I'm sure the rack is also a huge fan of Wardlow and all parts of Wardlow, but uh, he's not going to be here tonight. So don't worry, Katie. Don't, don't make that face. Uh, (laughs) My next swallow is actually something Katie pointed out to me on Twitter. Uh, Saray went over to NXT UK and challenged her or channeled her inner Harry Potter. 
brought up the fact that she's basically Harriet Potter, that she's got a magic medallion and she wears glasses and that basically everything I've been saying about her is true. She confirmed it on Twitter. It's there. It's a fact. You can go check it yourself. It's Googleable, as TC would say. Go look at it. Me being right about Saray, being Harriet Potter is my next swallow. I compared her to a Power Ranger because I was just like, that's her morpher. Because the way she came out like normal and then came out looking like she's ready to fight. I was like, she looks like a Power Ranger. It's a Horcrux. Well- <laughs> Matt, Matt leans more towards Harry Potter because the glasses. Yeah, it's the glasses and the clothes and the Horcrux. It's a school uniform, so yeah. I, I kind of thought like with the aesthetic, she had something of a Sailor Moon thing going on, but mm-hmm. no, I, I I like the Power Ranger idea too because you know it goes hand in hand with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I got a kick out of that because I, I saw it when you tweeted it. It, it was funny. All right, Reek, what's your next swallow? Okay, <laughs> so maybe I'm crazy, uh, but I feel like out of the, what, four years that she's been around, that Rhonda finally cut her, her good promo, her first good promo, because uh, she just tore Natty to shreds, and maybe that's my disdain for Natty. I tweeted that. Maybe it's my just disdain for Natty and all things that have to do with her, but um, no, nah, like, I, I just... I started to to do what I usually do when Rhonda is on the mic and mute the TV, but I there was a stay of my finger. It just I just didn't press down, and I was like, "Let's see where this goes." And he starts talking about, "Oh, I didn't see your act out this week, and you got no talent, and the only re- the, the closest you're getting to a, a main a main event star is me." I'm like, "Talk your shit, Rhonda. I'm hearing you." I mean, I, I'm listening. I, 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 I was not critical of Ronda in this promo. I enjoyed, again, could be biased. Could be because I, I just can't stand Natty and just her being in, uh, you know, as many programs as she is. And we, we have theories about as to why that is. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I liked Ronda's promo this week. I, I was just saying that that theory you guys have is incredible, I have to say. That is it's growing legs. It's growing legs every week, unfortunately. Really? It, it sounds so convincing. Just I'm just <laughs> like, damn, that could legit be like real. When I heard that, I was like, holy shit! Would you want? Do you want to put on a jacket or something, Reek? You, Reek? Yeah. No. You sure? Why? Well, we found out before we started the chat that you're the devil, and clearly hell is frozen over, so it's got to be cold in that room with you. Uh, I was actually anticipating a fight from you because I also put down that I was swallowing the Natalia Ronda segment. Um, A, because of all the things you said, but B, also, while Ronda may have won the battle on TV, Natalia is whooping her ass on Twitter. And that has been oh, yeah. fun as shit. Uh, <laughs> when Rhonda came out and said that shit about her discount OnlyFans YouTube channel, and Natty came back yeah. and said, I'd rather do sexy content with my sister on OnlyFans than drag people to a rock behind my house and make them cry. Like, <laughs> I was dying. So the Twitter feud, the in ring feud is finally slowly starting to catch up to the Twitter feud. And I'm all about yeah. that. So. Yeah. I'll swallow it. 
Ronda just, even said it tonight. She's like, she even said it. She was like, I, she's like, I'm not used to you not having your your chest out. And I was like, damn, Ronda. Oh, like you got a point. <laughs> like, and she said that she's sister. all natural. I don't know if that means she doesn't shave or if she's just not fake or both. But uh, I can see Ronda having a hairy pussy. I really could. That's not, that sounds about all right. natural. It sounds about right. I feel like that's a thing. I don't know why it sounds right, but it does. Oh my I, God. I honestly don't think Travis will approve me naming this episode Rhonda's Hairy Pussy. So I think that's <laughs> too far. Um, really don't think he'll go for that. They, listen, they live on a farm. It just, it just, it just all goes together. It just makes sense. Oh God, damn. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so, Justin. I put Kazuchika Okada or Kaskuchi Uganda, as you call him. <laughs> Somebody's on board. Unlike my showing up on time. Just the fact that he gave the dirt sheets a big old fuck you by showing up just made me happy as hell. Anytime the dirt sheets get a big fuck you, it makes us happy. And especially Reek, especially if it's one certain dirt sheet writer. But uh, no. Swiss cheese stays white showing up being like, listen, I don't care if we're friends or not. You're not getting a fucking match page. You're not getting a match. I don't know who I'm going to wrestle, but you know, you guys aren't getting the match. And then hangman ending up fighting off both Swiss cheese and Cole Cole teasing that he was going to hit Swiss cheese with the belt. Then cats coochie Uganda showing up saving hangman. And also we found out that her and bingo are showing up at the pay-per-view too, for some reason. So I love the name so much. I love it. I love it. Every time he says itchy, I get itchy and scratchy in my fucking head. And I'm just like, it's damn the itchy it. And scratchy show. They fight. They fight. Has Warren Hayes been here? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Warren Hayes been here when, when, you, when you're talking this shit about New Japan? Yes, I, I, I he has. Oh, actually, yeah, yes, he, he has. has. Uh, we also DM each other back and forth. And uh, he did tell me that he will not be taking any Hermumu slander if he shows back up. So um, I may have to adjust that, but he is very happy that I'm a fan of the great Okan uh, oh and his God. faction, the United Empire. All the new Japan names and just watch Matt give them all different names. That's all I need. Hermumu might be my favorite one. That one is wonderful. That's... Oh. Listen, just so like Tim Supernado is probably my favorite too. Listen, I have to do something because you've got in reality, we'll we'll break kayfabe here for a second. You got a, a, a Takakashi, a Takashita, Takagaki, and a Tanahashi. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to keep these motherfuckers straight? Their names are all basically the same. All right. Was like, for uh, Herky Jerky Gato. <laughs> Herky Jerky Gato. I love that one too. Um. So yeah, no, you, you got to have her mumu. You've got to have bingo. Bingo. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how i keep them straight otherwise it's all the same shit uh so yeah i'm with you on that i'm with you on that whole segment that was a swallow for me i uh yeah i i was genuinely i i and yeah y'all know as per regulations on young king's wrestling i don't religiously watch AEW, but you know i'll catch some clips from time to time and 
I, I, I myself didn't expect to actually see. I'm going to call him Okinawa because Uganda ain't working for me. I'm going to call him Okinawa. Uh, I, I didn't expect him to actually show up. So when I saw it, I was like, okay, good shit. You, we just, we just, you drew some, you got your demos. You got your demos. Good job, guys. Good job. See, I, I was trying to get away from, because like it was Hiroshima tamagotchi and i was trying to get away from that so that's why i went with uganda instead of okinawa because i wasn't trying to like be super stereotypical with the names for japanese wrestlers so I, that's why oh, i went uganda man. but i'm with you on that um that's Yoshi. and we're getting a fatal four-way now it looks like so it'll be cole versus hangman versus harry yoshi versus swiss cheese all for the title you see, I, I wanted I wanted a three and I got a four way. I I win. I win regardless. Well, I feel as never mind. Let me know. Oh no. I was gonna say I don't think anyone's ever walked into a situation expecting a three way and walked away mad that they got a four way. So you know yeah. I, I, that that's kind of where I was going. Cause you know, since you know, Katie, obviously you have, you know, a multitude of choice, you know, out mm-hmm. there on both sides, I figure, you know, four way is probably more your speed anyway. So that's all I was going to say. And Katie, what is your next swallow? Well, we brought up Hangman briefly. Uh, his match with Celia's Young was fucking awesome. Because, listen, I love Hangman. I like that Cole is basically just being a little master manipulator that he is. That's why I love him. And just bringing people from Hangman's past or people he has history with and just putting him against them because Cole's still salty, he lost twice, and uh, Jay, I don't remember what you actually call him, basically said Swiss that. Cheese stay white. Yes. Stays white. Cheese. Yes. Stays white. <laughs> Whatever. He brought, up a good, he brought up a good point. Hangman did beat Cole twice, so that's why Cole shouldn't have faced him, but he's in the match anyways, so... That whole, the match, and after the fact, we got Uganda, which popped everybody. My co-host cried a lot. But, you know, we got we got it all. We got it all. I kind of wish they saved him for the pay-per-view, though. Just as a surprise, to be like, surprise, now it's Fatal 4-Way. But that's just me. I wish you guys did pay-per-view recaps. And you were doing one for Forbidden Door so you could have me on. So I could just sit here and keep correcting her over and over again when she says her name's right. I mean, she's doing a show for her show. Yeah, she ain't going to have me on. There's a, there ain't no way she would have me on that show. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I'm actually spitting that because I didn't realize that it was Cole picking these. I'm just like, it's Hangman versus another guy I don't know or give a fuck about. And they tried to make me care by telling me on commentary that back on the indies in ring of honor or something that these guys feel i'm like who the fuck is I, silas young i don't give a fuck about you i don't need to see hangman wrestle some dude from his past and matches that i never cared about or watched in a company that aw bought and is kind of sort of not doing anything with so like why should i give a fuck that's why i was spitting it because like wrestling history is fantastic if presented correctly if they had adam cole come out and hype that he went and got someone from hangman's past someone that is a bitter rival of hangman and presented it properly to me and not just waited for excalibur to like verbally diarrhea context for me during the match 
then maybe I would have been like, okay, cool. Like, let's see what this is about. If they had a promo package about their stuff, since they now own Ring of Honor and they could show us some of the brutal stuff that they've been through and have Hangman do that, like, that would have been cool. But for me, it was just like some Joe Schmo loser from the Indies that Hangman was fighting again. I mean, I agree with you. They definitely could have gone about it better. But it's AEW and they don't know how to fucking do that in any context so i'm not surprised they didn't especially when you own the fucking company where these two fought you're dumb Cody khan clearly was on some shit because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing there was zero they've added more fucking matches to this card with zero build <sighs> he's exhausting all right I'm going to do two swallows in a row because they're both small ones and I'm trying to get caught up to you guys on Dynamite. Uh, and Katie's going to hate this one. But uh, the mystery of the Red Velvet Cakes is my last one for NXT. I am very curious as to who the fuck the Red Velvet Cakes are, the Dyad. They said that they are former tag team champions. It could be uh, fucking Grizzled Young right. Veterans. It could be... I, I, I'm curious. I, I they're not big enough, but I was kind of hoping like maybe AOP would be cool if they brought AOP back, like something like that. But I am actually very interested. I was pissed off they didn't reveal them last week, but now that it is not like an ongoing tease thing, I'm back in it. Joe Wayne Gacy, keep teasing me, keep teasing me with your red velvet cakes. Okay. Um, and then also the leader of the United Empire showing up on my TV with his faction and laying out some ass whoopings and brawling on dynamite. Uh, just the appearance of Great Ocon on my TV is a big swallow. Okay. Uh, Reek, what's your next swallow? Um, so sticking with Ronda, um, planting the seeds for her versus Shayna, be specifically because I literally just said on Sunday that as part of my rant, I was I'm like right about to just be. Free Shayna, let her go because yeah, you don't know what to do with her. But then I remember SummerSlam is coming up, and I said the one thing that y'all could do to salvage this, in my eyes, is to play is to make a match at SummerSlam between Shayna and Ronda. And then right before SmackDown went on, they had a little video of them talking backstage, and Ronda's kind of pissed at Shayna, like about you know the whole thing between her and Natty, and she. It is saying, like, I can't get involved. It's one of my best friends. Natty's my tag team partner. I can't get in the middle of this. And then Ronda just storms off, like, oh, just go make your money. Like, if we plant the seeds for that, because, you know, she's already got Natty and money in the bank, we can set up Shayna versus Ronda at SummerSlam, and we can start getting back to, you know, what she was supposed to be coming out of NXT. So if that if that's the direction that we're going, so this is, this is going to be, like, uh, an optimistic swallow so that's the direction that we're going then i'm i'm happy with that you know normally i would come in here and i'd be like hey reek we already talked about ronda you're supposed to do all that at the same time but i'm gonna count this more as a shana thing and i'm gonna piggyback off that i'm actually spitting the whole shana raquel tag team match that we got uh tonight raquel and lacy getting one over on shana and sonya and having zia lee out there and involving her in their bullshit and just the, again, what you talked about on Young Kings Wrestling, the complete and total disregard for who the fuck Shayna Baszler is and the fact that she's playing second fiddle to Sonya Deville, even though I know Katie wants to swallow Zia Lee being on her TV, the fact that Zia was, again, 
a background character for Sonya. And I saw some people like make this a badass faction. They're not going to, so I'm not going to swallow it in hopes that they do because they won't. I'm with you. I need to see Shayna do something significant. Uh, she is someone that has the ability and talent to be a great heel champion. As she did it down in NXT, she can do it on the main roster. Letting Lacey and Raquel of all people go over them. No, that's yes. a spit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when Raquel beat her last week, I, I lost my shit. I, that was it. Threw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Earn her freaking way too much damn smiling, for God's sake. Yeah. She is smiling way too much. It's scary. Well, to be fair, if you were fucking Braun Strowman, you might be smiling that much too, so... No. I don't think that's why. No. I don't think that's why. Not you, Katie. Justin. I was just Justin yeah. specifically. <laughs> well, we, we, we know we know we know what her preferences are. I mean, we, we just talked about Zylee. If you put Zylee, Rhea, Warlow, and Carmelo in the same room as Katie, she might spontaneously combust. Oh my god, I think that's a dream. Can we, how how do we make this happen? Who are our contacts? Do that to her. It's like torture. Literally, oh, who yeah. the fuck do I need to talk or, to? Or, 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 what, what might happen? You, you ever seen? You saw the first X Men, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember how dude just like completely turned into a puddle and just splashed out on on the the, the, the complete on the floor? <laughs> that would be Katie. That's not <laughs> fair because it's <sighs> true. And fuck you. <laughs> Can Katie's new nickname be Splash Waterfalls? Can we add that to the list? We should do that. We should do that. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go listen to Ludacris Splash Waterfalls, Katie. <laughs> I don't think I want to. No, thank you. You absolutely it's do. A, it's a good song. It is a really good song. Um, is it? Yeah, it's Justin. Justin. Moxley and Tamagotchi standing in the middle of the ring as all the chaos is happening. Just fucking hysterical. Love how they're just, you just get all this chaos and they're just standing there face-to-face as the show's just ticking away, waiting for the time to go off, and they're just not even making a move. Mox is just shit-talking them, and Tana's just smiling at him like, nope, that's it. Just hysterical moment to to wrap up a show. I actually have that too. Tamagotchi and Mox versus Archer and Jericho because Jericho lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then he got his ass kicked by Wheeler Yuta and Kingston. Uh, the president of the Suzuki Weapons Manufacturing Division joining, and then the whole big brawl that they had to go off air, which is very WCW-like. Uh, but while all of this chaos is going on, you just have Mox and Tamagotchi gazing lovingly into each other's eyes, flirting a little bit. There's a lot of sexual tension there. I'm not sure if we're going to get a match at Forbidden Door or something Pornhub-worthy, maybe? Live sex celebration? Uh, I mean, he was wasn't he part of the Golden Lovers? Wasn't that a thing? Him and Kenny Omega was that them? No, was that Uganda? Oh, oh, Dakota's Bushy. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know. They're all the same person. Tamagotchi, Uganda, Bushy. They're all interchangeable. Uh, but yeah, I, I do. I do occasionally tap into some uh, some of the pay per views, and I, I said this might be one that I watch. And one of the reasons is because of Moxin uh, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. <laughs> Tamagotchi. Uh, there's just a couple on there that got my attention, but this is definitely one of them. So I, I I'm do. so happy everyone's playing along. So we did, Vince is... for sure. we have to. 
Vince was here and he was like, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not being disrespectful. And I told him, I'm like, I feel like it's more disrespectful that you don't play along with your friend for some guy you've never met to show him respect. Like of, if anybody, you should be respecting me and playing along with the show, but Vince is Vince and we love him and we will allow him to do Vince things and I will continue to give him shit for it. So it's fun. <laughs> uh, Katie, do you have anything about Mox Tamagotchi, the president of the Suzuki weapons manufacturing company or any of the other stuff that happened there? Uh, I love murder grandpa. He's great. Uh, the stare down was just interesting because the brawling outside was just so all over the goddamn place and then just tamagotchi and mox just vibing they're like there's nothing happening around us it's just me new baby mood but like also i saw ortiz bulb and i was so surprised (laughs) like i knew he like shaved but like i caught a glimpse i was like who the fuck is that I was very confused. Are you sure it wasn't Minoru Suzuki? No, it was not Suzuki. Because I feel like they would look very similar. Uh, no. No. I, Murder Grandpa walked out. Santana Ortiz ran out. And I saw Ortiz bald. And I don't like it. Because Jericho's a bitch. So. I will agree with that. Uh, I have uh, also talked about how uh, there are a lot of similarities between WCW and AEW beyond the surface shit and said that uh, for multiple reasons, include the fact that he is kind of a racist, that Jericho is the Hulk Hogan of AEW uh, in terms of uh, its comparison to WCW and that Mox might be Macho Man. Uh, there was some debate about that. But uh, Katie, what is your next swallow? Uh, I'm moving on to SmackDown. I got to go Pat McAfee. Uh it's it's Pat fucking McAfee. Uh, we're getting him in another match. It's against Happy Corbin. So like I'm not super happy about it, but I get Pat in another match. Uh, everything Pat McAfee, a uh, big swallow always. I love that man. I, I agree with that because of one simple thing, and we we said it many times: long term booking. He, he called this man bum-ass Baron Corbin a year ago at this point. Mm-hmm. So this has just been built. This man has been, I, 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 I'm going to create this theory that this man heard him call him bum-ass Corbin a year ago and said, somehow, some way, I'm going to come up out of this and I'm going to get back to where I need to be. And then I'm going to come find you. So this man in Vegas came up out of nowhere, got his money back, had a couple dumbass feuds that nobody cared about. But after putting over Mad Cat Moss, he says, okay, SummerSlam's coming up. Now I'm going to address you. And now we're going to get that match. I'm in for it. Yeah, I love Pat McAfee, so I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, Am I to believe that you guys are possibly spitting my next swallow since nobody brought it up? Because I'm very surprised. Uh, I am swallowing christian's master plan to get revenge for being eliminated from the casino battle royal mostly because of what ensued after he revealed that he is just a petty son of a bitch who's pissed off that he got eliminated and that's why he did all this stuff because he said he's only here to make a ton of money fuck them kids he said your mom wants to fuck me jungle boy i'm not your daddy your daddy's dead and would be disappointed of you in the most 
like that is one thing about AEW I love is when they go scorched earth, they go scorched earth. And normally it's MJF. In this case, Christian straight up said, I think your mom wanted to fuck me. I know you want me to be your daddy, but I'm not. Your daddy's dead. And if he wasn't dead, he'd be so disappointed in you. Lucas Luchasaurus coming out, choking Christian. Well, Christian's begging for his life and then apparently offered to give him a hand job or some shit, something to get him to let go. He's like, come on, let's go in the back. We'll keep it between us. Nobody has to know. Let me try and work this out with you, bro. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then Christian hugs him and whispers more sweet nothings into his ear before they leave. Probably about how hard Christian was at that point after being choked. Who knows? That whole thing, huge fucking swallow. Oh, man. I, that just makes it really uncomfortable because he told him he's like a son-in-law to him, but then yeah. likes to be choked, which is even. Have you out. ever been on Pornhub? <laughs> the people that get fucked the most on Pornhub are son-in-laws. Nobody gets more ass on Pornhub than son-in-laws. Yeah, that, that, that that is that is growing by the hour. Like just, <laughs> growing by the second. Like, literally, you go on the home page and like the f- at least five videos that are on that first page are about like in-law yeah. shit or son-in-law, mother-in-law, like, daughter-in-law, mm-hmm. yeah. father-in-law. Yeah. Now nobody like, gets more I, ass I, than I, in-laws. True, true. And if I can I, make I that told... the title, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I totally forgot because I I did see that that I watched the whole promo and like my jaw dropped. It's not because of what he said. It's because I had no idea Christian had this in him. Like I, I didn't know like dude had stones like this <laughs> to be talking that way. Like if you watch Christian throughout his whole career, like he's been faced, he's been healed, but it's like there's always been seemingly like a a, a ceiling to it. That shit got broke through in this promo. I'm like, yo, I did not know that he had this in his soul. <laughs> like, he dude said, yeah, your dad's dead. <laughs> like, okay, Christian on some different type of time this year. I, I, I'm with this. That that was that was beautiful. And I I, I figured at some point Christian would turn because it's like, how long are you gonna keep babysitting these motherfuckers? But mm-hmm. what he's done since then is just like. I don't know. He watching Edge and thinking like, "Yo, I gotta catch up." He he really doing his shit. So, hey man, kudos. That, that's an A plus for me for Christian. Definitely. All right, all right. Anything else on uh, Christian talking about dead parents wanting to fuck Luchasaurus, uh, Jungle Boy's mom wanting to fuck Christian, him being petty as shit. Uh, oh, man. Um, I ended up spitting it though. I ended up spitting it just to be getting half of it. The other half was I was all for. Okay. The explanation itself that it was just like, I've been holding it in for a year because you eliminated me in a casino battle royal that hasn't meant shit ever because nobody who wins the battle royal ever wins anything after that. They just get this title match two weeks later on Dynamite and lose like He's, so he's literally saying, I held it in for a year because you eliminated me in a match that hasn't meant shit at all whatsoever. And it's like kind of a lame excuse. And I was just like, that's kind of dumb. But after that, the whole going in on him, like, you, you, you want me to be your daddy instead like that. I was just like, ah, that's much better. I respect that level of petty. So uh, that's 
part of the reason why I swallowed the first part too. I, I get where you're coming from and I hear you, but there is a certain level of petty that I just have to respect and <laughs> holding that in for a year, just building this man up to crush him over a fucking battle Royal elimination is a level of petty. I cannot not do anything but respect, especially one that doesn't fucking matter. It's, it's almost like bum ass Baron Corbin being like, you, you called me a nickname a year ago and now I'm coming back for you. I spent all this. It's the same energy. It's the same energy as bum ass Baron Corbin. You said something about me. I didn't like, and I waited all this time to come up so I could whoop that ass. You, you hurt my feelings and now I'm kicking your ass. So it's kind of true also christian came out in a turtleneck and like that long jacket gave off daddy vibes so i can't be mad at it but goddamn, he really said yo fuck luke perry i don't give a shit i was i was so caught off guard because a christian of all people like reek said like he's had a plateau like he's had a glass ceiling for a long time even his shit in like TNA, he was never this fucking savage. But since MJF is gone for right now, somebody's got to take it. That man basically called Jungle Boy's mom and sister 9021 hoes. I like, I like, you know, like, oh yeah, fuck Luke Perry, but you wasn't saying that when you had him on the, what was it, the Edge and Christian show yep. a couple years back? Like, he was salivating at the mouth with a hard dick, and now all of a sudden it's fuck Luke Perry. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> To be fair, he was also salivating in the mouth of the hard dick in this segment. It just wasn't until he got choked. <laughs> uh, Reek, what's your next swallow, if you have any left? Uh, this is this is my last one, because Katie mentioned Pat already. Um, but the, the War Raiders, uh, War Raiders, Viking Raiders, whatever they're called, turn and heal. Um, I, I, I've been lamenting the way that they've been presented on main roster ever since they got there. And, you know, 2020, just the, the way they were booked just made it so much worse. So if we can be serious and present them as real threats, then maybe we can salvage this team and they won't be like the Ascensions and countless other tag teams that were great in NXT, but completely fell apart on the main roster. So, I mean, uh, th- this is something that's much needed because, you know, uh, with the way the tag team division is set up, the depth on both sides is a little bit wacky, but if the tag team titles are unified, then, you know, you're going to have a pretty solid tag team division there with the street profits and uh, new day, bring the, bring the Viking Raiders back. If they're heel alpha Academy, like you, you're going to kind of, you know, get the tag team division going somewhat, but this in particular, because I, I love the war Raiders when they were in NXT and, you know, I had the fear of them getting screwed up in the main roster, which they did. But if this is the turning point now, if we're going to get this thing going, then I'm with it 100%. Yeah, you said it all. I agree. It's on my list, too. Big swallow there. <laughs> Hopefully they do something better with it because uh, they definitely got fisted hard when they made their main roster debut with using the force and floating turkey legs and, oh, we're fat. <laughs> And we're Vikings. Like that's that shit sucked. Yeah. Justin, do you have any more swallows? I got one more, and it's Nakamura and Zane. I'm okay. down and just match was great. Sammy winning, perfect. Love the interaction with Sammy and Paul Heyman later on. Just I if Sammy win one money in the bank, I would be absolutely ecstatic just to see what happens. 
I'm with that. Uh, also, him wetting his hair and slicking it back like he's Roman Reigns. I thought that was a nice <laughs> little touch. <laughs> I enjoyed the shit out of that. I love Sammy. Uh, Katie, how many swallows you got left? I have, this is my last one. Okay, so I got two unless you say this one. So we might all be caught up. Um, Andrade versus FedEx. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why? Why are, why are you looking at me like that? That was one of them. I'm. I, go ahead. That, no, that was not one of them. It was not one of them. Uh, I'm gonna let her say her piece. I just Los Gobble my nuts and whatever the fuck they're doing over there. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know who this other dude was. I don't care about the outside bullshit. Yeah, I that, cared that's... about the match. That that, and... that that's gonna be in my spits. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um. Because these these men aren't going to be on the pay-per-view because of some shit with the Mexican promotion they're, they're all in, like Andrade and uh, the Lucha Bros. So they're not going to be on the card. So if I can get a pretty good match, the go-home show, basically, Forever Bend Door, I'm going to swallow it because I love FedEx and... Andrade is good in the ring and so I'm not going to be mad at it I wish I could have gotten something cooler on the pay-per-view but for reasons I understand so I'm going to be a little bitter about it but I I enjoyed the match so. okay I mean it wasn't a bad match it's just uh Los Cabo Mis Huevos uh <laughs> I, I don't understand the whole deal or who they are so the whole ending kind of fucked it up for me but I mean, FedEx always delivers, so I'm with you on that. Um, my last two, so we're all caught up and we can move on to spits and then close out the show, which I'm surprised no one said, and I feel a little disrespected. Motherfucking Shotzi in the bank, ladies and gentlemen. Shotzi qualifies for money in the bank over Tamina. And anytime Shotzi is succeeding, it is a swallow on the Smack and Raw podcast because Shotzi Blackheart is fucking fantastic, and I love her, so she gets a huge swallow. Big ups to Shotzi. Shotzi in the bank. Want to see it. Um, and then also I put down Tully Blanchard Enterprises because, hey, Tully's still around doing shit. I didn't even know Brian Cage was alive, but apparently he is. He's a part of Ring of Honor and part of this. There were two dudes. I don't even know who the fuck they were, but they look cool. They're hanging out with Tully. No idea who the fuck those guys are. Yes, Reek? We we know who they are. Me and Katie do. Who, well, who are one they? Of them, one of them. Uh, one is Toa Leona. Uh, we oh. saw him at versus when we were out in Vegas. I don't know who the other guy is though. But uh yeah. So Taya Leone and somebody else. No, listen. <laughs> Toa is a man. I That's a, He's a scary motherfucker. I'm he's tell you that. Terrifying. I wouldn't call him Taya Leone to his face, but <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably kill you. Yeah, no. Like that's no, a, 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 a big bad motherfucker. For okay. real. Uh, Rick, go ahead. Kick us off with your spits. Okay. Um, you're going to love this. Uh, Riddle and his swagger jacket has got to stop. Like, the, the, the moveset, uh, all, all the the the, 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 all the the different Viper stuff and stuff. Now you're taking this man's music. I, I like... Listen, I, I just I, I can't I can't I can't do it no more. You got you got to stop. And that now he's crying in his promos. Like you sound like a dejected ex. Like I'm about I'm about sick of it. I'm about sick of it. Wharton's gonna be off TV for quite a while. 
You know, mm-hmm. if, if it's if the rumors are true that he's getting back surgery, so we ain't gonna see him for a while. You don't need to keep doing the Dear Johns every single week about Randy Orton. Let it go. You on your own now. Like handle your business. What? What's that line from T Pain's karaoke? It's something along the lines of "My daughter wanted me to tell you to get off her daddy's dick." Yeah. <laughs> Hop off Randy's dick. <laughs> Hop off. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. Mm-hmm. What was that? Justin Spit. Uh, I've got the Diamond Mine tag match. On NXT, just with even with you know, it was with Legato del Fantasma, just there was something about those two together that did not work. Just at Roger all, Strong? I just feel like the match didn't pick up either, which sucks. I love Roddy though; the guy's great. It's just he has zero fucking charisma. Guy's an absolute just brick wall. I'm just Legato losing. We we, we Dean talked about a this. good actual comparison for him. Actually, yeah, great, great, but just has no charisma whatsoever. He he don't he don't stand out anywhere. And we, we talked about this on our show. Like we're tired of Legato losing, and to lose to the biggest hater in the company right now, and Roddy and whoever his his, his new partner is now. It's like for what? What purpose is it serving? Let them keep losing. Let him keep losing, so that the Creeds can kick his ass out of here. Like. We talked about Fast it on our show too. We just said Roddy. We've been saying it too. Roddy just feels like he doesn't fit anywhere really anymore. He wouldn't fit in NXT. I don't know how well he'd fit on the main roster for shit. He doesn't really even fit in AEW any like at all. Like he'd be so lost there. It's just the guy's in a bad position right now. Set him to Ring of Honor. Um, I'm with you on that. Like I said. He is the Dean Malenko of NXT. Dean Malenko didn't really fit in in the cruiserweight division. And also, if Dean Malenko is the man of a thousand holds and Roderick Strong is the Messiah of the backbreaker, I consider Dean Malenko to be wrestling's Kama Sutra in the fact that he is the man of a thousand holds. And one thing you say about sex is, I'm going to break your back. So... Roddy is wrestling. He is NXT's Dean Malenko. He's the backbreaker. He's yeah. So, but zero fucking charisma. Zero. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, Roddy sucks. And I'm not a big fan of uh, Damon Kemp either. Kemp, yeah. Putting him with Diamond Mine is not doing it. So, <laughs> Katie, spit. Um, so I basically kind of sprinkled my spits throughout. As did um, I, but I still have a few. I, well, I basically got all mine. Just again, riddle because he fucking sucks. Like again, that's just the my biggest spit of all. Is just riddle in general. <clears throat> we already spit that, Katie. You know how this. I know. Works. I'm just reiterating it again. <laughs> I I will not penalize you for spitting riddle again because I am all for it's, spitting riddle. Exactly, but... it's riddle. I feel like I gave Vince a lot of shit, so I've kind of got to give you some. You can give me shit all you want. I'm going to reiterate it because he's trash and a Uh, waste of time and space. I'm spitting Bobby's gauntlet match against the Alpha Academy and Austin Theory. I I didn't mind Bobby ending the pose down and lubing up Austin Theory. That was kind of a swallow for me because more lube, the better. Like, I'm all for that. Getting some revenge. But him going through this gauntlet match and it being Alpha Academy and it being 
fucking Austin theory. Like it just, it didn't do it for me at the end. Also, I'd rather see Bobby in a world title than a U.S. title program. Mm-hmm. So I'm spitting that. Um, Reek? Yeah, that, that, that's how I feel too, because I don't know why. Uh, I, I know the idea is to, to prep him if, if John Cena is the, the idea for SummerSlam, but I just, we got to do something better for Bobby. But uh, my next spit is no judgment day this week at all. Like, I, I understand Rhea's hurt. And everything like that, but you got two of the people in this faction who kind of need this push right now. And you know, I mean, Priest has been you know staying consistent since he got in there, but it's like the whole reason you put Finn in there because he needs it the most. And it's like this just happened two weeks ago. And like again, I, I get it. You're 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 a man, woman down short, but y'all don't have a promo segment for them, a match anything on that on the show like that if this if this is supposed to be one of those those factions that you use to keep pushing more talent up then i don't understand why you wouldn't have especially when you had that whole like you said that that fucking gauntlet match for bobby which i I didn't care for either it's like some of that time out hold on one second i'll be right back katie if i'm not back you have my spits so you can use my spits uh keep going but i will be right back yeah uh yeah so i just i I was not i wasn't a fan of that at all because i i personally i mean obviously i'm a huge edge fan so judgment day had my attention from the jump but it's like now that you expanded the group and you cut edge out it's like i was more invested because now i want to see where we're going but it's like they said rhea's hurt so now we're just not gonna show up this week i think that's why I think that's why they put the video package up there, just so it's like, hey, don't forget about Judgment Day. But it's like they're on main event, apparently. Oh, they were. Which is just like a bad sign. Oh already. yeah, I don't like that. That's okay. rough. Like, um, and that Judgment that, Day that, took that me out like, when they turned on Edge. But now I'm just like, so I'm like indifferent now on it, and I'm just well, like, see, where do I jump back into this? Like, shit. I I, I like that. I like that they swerved us, but. My thing was is that I didn't want it to. I never wanted it to be one of those groups that's like, okay, well, Edge is here, and that's the reason why it's afloat. As soon as he gets out of it, then all of a sudden it's gonna fall by the wayside. It's gonna just gonna dissolve and shit like that. That's one thing I was concerned about. But mm-hmm. it's like, if you have a guy like Finn, you know, in there with two younger talent that are still coming up, it's like they they should be able to make it work. But it's like if they were our main event, that's that's not good at all. I also just don't know why either of them haven't been in a qualifying match for Money in the Bank. Like, what the fuck? So dumb. Like, Omos doesn't need to be in Money in the Bank. No. You could have had Finn or Priest take his spot. I should have known Reek would have filled the time while I had to really take a piss. Yes. Uh, oh. But I like your notes. Close, closer. <laughs> and also, fun, fun side story. So when I got married, my best man told a story about how uh he's known he knows me so well he knows what he called my pp dance and mm-hmm. you will see that if you watch this show for the last two minutes before i left me dancing in the chair because i had to pee so bad waiting for a spot to where i could tell reek to hold on um so yeah easter egg go look for that uh figure out my pp dance that'll be fun for you guys uh but i'm back now uh justin what's your next bit I had freaking Tarzan 
fucking Von Wagner, just get him off my TV. Fuck off with fucking Tarzan, man. He's Tarzan. I, I call him Tarzan now because I know, literally I know. he's Tarzan. Sophia Cromwell is Jane. <clears throat> like perfect fit right there. Just fuck off with him. I can't stand him. And yeah, that was next on my list is Jurassic Jim getting the win, prehistoric Paul, Stone Ancient Age Andy, Steve. Stone Age Steve, or, or Stanley. White Collie. White Collie. White Collie. <laughs> Easy Bob. I was using a lot of the names you were using that one time. Yeah, a lot. Loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Katie, do you want to borrow any of mine or? I think the next one is a, a good one for you to say out loud. <laughs> you want me to read it verbatim? Yes, please read it verbatim. Okay. <clears throat> and I quote, Kyle O'Reilly sucking young buck dick because Colin fish are hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, See, we literally sat here and watched this feud where it was like, we love Adam Cole more. No, we love Adam Cole more. No, I suck his dick better. No, I suck his dick better. And now all of a sudden, Adam Cole's kind of sort of injured, maybe in like a different feud with Swiss Cheese and Hangman and Bobby Fish gets hurt. So Kylo Riley's like, well, I guess I'm a lot of dicks to suck. Hey, Young Bucks, how's it hanging? Like, and now he's best friends and buddy buddies and everything's cool. And they never really resolved their issues. So like because the issues never got resolved and then he called you're literally a tag team and you called them the greatest tag team of any generation not only do i take issue with you calling them the greatest tag team of any generation what about your own fucking tag team what about you motherfucker yeah go ahead apparently from things i've seen online kyle o'reilly is also now hurt you'll never guess what it is i didn't actually see what it was Oh, guess what yeah, it is? Yeah. He's got a swollen testicle. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. yeah, that that kids is what we call symmetry. <laughs> so a perfect so, demonstration to put that kind of stuff on this show. Uh, so what you're telling me is he may or may not have an STD from sucking young buck dick. <laughs> STI, I guess it'd be a sexually transmitted injury. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. Infection. I don't know. Oh, play sure. Uh my next one is the can they coexist? Drew McIntyre, Sheamus versus the Usos to qualify for money in the bank. I actually enjoyed the match. I just hate that we went the hey, you guys both didn't qualify. So now can you get to if you can get along together and win, then we'll put you like it's so fucking played out. That whole trope is so played out. The match was great. They qualified, no shit. So we wasted like 10 minutes of fucking SmackDown in the beginning and another 15, 20 minutes at the end for basically what we already had when we started the show. Good job, WWE. And that's that that actually that kind of goes hand in hand with my next bit. Um <laughs> because mine uh specifically was uh adam pierce's lack of sack because uh this was said i think what two years ago and it still rings true today uh the hurt business it was something that something that had to do with them and 
Cedric went right up to him and said, where is your sack, Pierce? And it, it, just, it continues to ring true. The man made a decision last week, and it was supposed to be final. And then he comes out and says that because of Paul Heyman's influence now, uh, the board has made a decision, and it is my duty to inform you that neither of you are qualifying for the match. It's like, bro, like, put, you know, like put, put your foot down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, don't be a bitch about it. You know what I'm saying? Now, he slightly redeemed himself later on when Karen DeVille showed up, you know, bitching and complaining about not having the match, which... I don't know when she's been on SmackDown for several weeks because we've only, as far as, you know, her authority being up and her being a competitor again, we've only ever seen her on Raw. I don't know when she got moved to SmackDown, but, you know, brand split. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, like, she came in there, you know, doing what she does as a Karen, and he finally said, all right, you know what, you want to talk your shit? You got a handicap match now. But, uh, no, the, the lack of sack has is really a, a bad look for you, bro. It's been, I don't know, what, three years running now? You got you to gotta get it together. You got to grow, grow some. Well, You can't be calling on... yourself Scrap Daddy and not having no scrap. You know what I'm saying? True. To add on to that, Adam Pierce is also my last spit because uh, due to Adam Pierce, I am not getting my juices titillated uh, two weeks in a row. He can't do his job, and my juices are not getting titillated, and I'm not <laughs> fucking happy about it. I want to be titillated. I really do. That's the last one I have on the list. The the I have the um uh, what should we call it? Max male models cock tees. Three weeks in a row. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you just you just the the way that you're saying it, the, the juice is getting titillated and the camera pans <laughs> into his face. It's like, why are you doing so some people are getting excited from this? Why are you de- depriving them every single week? <laughs> Like, you're going to have an epidemic of blue balls, and uh, you've you've already got enough stuff going on with your company right now. You want an epidemic of blue balls on your contents, too? Like, come on now. They got to stop it. Justin, do you have any more spits this week? Uh, Honestly, not really. Like, other than the handicap match, like, on SmackDown, again, everything led up to that just was awful like Sonya's handicap like it almost felt like they had this whole thing where they tried to do the Naomi Sonya thing all over again with that like they tried to make so like you feel bad for Sonya it's just weird I I just I was over it I didn't give a damn all right well if everyone's out of spits and swallows I have one just oh I thought you said you're okay okay go ahead I got got one last spit um Another Andrade tag team faction, whatever, because that that's been another thing I've been on is that we don't see Andrade enough, and then it's like when we do see him, you're throwing him in a tag team, you're throwing him in a faction, you're having to take over somebody else's faction, and now here he had a banger of a match, and then you're throwing him in another whoever this dude is, you know, y'all got a faction, y'all got a group together again, like I'm sick of this, yeah, yeah. who, yeah, whoever. Like, I'm, I'm sick of this shit. Like, stop giving him a, a one match every three months quota. Promote him like a fucking star. Let him go by himself and call it a day. Like, I, I don't need this shit. We got enough tag teams and factions in that in that company as it is. Like, stop putting the dude that I want to see go with somebody else. Shit's annoying. I'm with you. Broke up a faction he was in to put him back in a faction. Like, what is that? 
the fuck? <laughs> There's pussy play with my feet. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and it's evil pussy and it's going to attack and I'm not for it. So Fritz, leave me the fuck alone. I'm doing a show. Uh, no, I'm with you. Los Cabos Muevos, uh, Moulin Rouge, that whole thing. I just, I get that it's a thing and it exists. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, as Justin said, people that don't know what's going on are losers. Uh, by the way, he actually like sent me a voice text message. He'd be like, you know, I wasn't talking about you, right, bro? I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just giving you shit. So now I've got to give him shit on the show. So Justin called me a loser on the latest episode of Get Your Podcast. If you want to hear that, go check it out. Not directly, but indirectly uh, talked about me. Uh, though he said he didn't so it's it's there um justin what was your favorite show you watched this week bro um i'm gonna say dynamite dynamite it, all right yeah it got me it got me back into wanting like a little bit more excitement for forbidden door do you want to wait katie you yeah. look confused okay reek what was your favorite show you watched this week uh, i'm probably gonna go with raw yeah they got enough that I didn't hate this week. So I am actually camp reeked this week because of the downfall of Matt Riddle. Uh, that put it over the top for me. Uh, so I'm, I'm raw was my favorite show this week, Katie. Uh, uh you want bandwagon raw. Okay. Bandwagon and raw. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Justin, thank you for coming on and being on time, in time, however, however you want to put it. I appreciate it. Uh, let everyone know about the Just In Time or the In Time Podcast Brothers of Destruction, as I've heard it be called, uh, and yes. the In Time Podcast. I mean, we originally were doing two days, multiple different episodes, kind of cut it down to one day a week, just talking everything as much go in depth on whatever on the major things just kind of forget the smaller things just kind of here and there with it that's it it's just but now we're breaking into like classic reviews now and just it's it's just a, a wrestling podcast at that point that's like i could like put in the description for it. another wrestling podcast i know such a shocker but it's like that's all it is we just have fun it's me and my brother just talking wrestling and if you enjoyed Justin here today, you guys should definitely go check that out. Uh, also, you can see him frequently with the World Elite Pod, Front Face Lock, Wrestle Index, all those guys over in the League of Extraordinary Idiots and the streams that they do. And he's very fun and talented over there as well, which is why I brought him on. Also, he's always been good to me despite his terrible taste in women's wrestling. So <laughs> I, I had to bring him in here for that. Um, not taste, opinions. Opinions. Uh, Katie, Sheely shit showcase shit show stuff yeah uh you can follow me on twitter at katie rasson 13 link tree in my bio take out all the things Sheely showcase twitch.tv slash Sheely showcase typically thursday 6 p.m eastern except when i'm in vegas i don't actually know when the fuck we'll do a show it'll happen thursday um youtube i always say watch videos way more entertaining audio anchor spotify google podcast apple podcast uh she leads like the weekly recap we do inside the mind of an interview series i do matt and rick have both been on it it is returning after i get back from vegas with heel tactics justin finally we're getting that situated i've contacted people to get shit situated i'm returning to the show that i actually wanted to fucking do uh in the crowd is a collab show game show thing that i'm doing kind of i don't know it's also on hiatus 
I'm busy. I don't fucking know. Uh, and my co-host Savannah has a New Japan show, New Japan Takeover. She talked about Dominion. She's gonna talk about Forbidden Door. Go, it's all over there. There's a lot happening over there. Go, go, do the things. Go do the things. <laughs> uh, Mr. Tariq Yates, uh, have you talked to your co-host about if he's ever gonna fucking watch Scream so we can do the shit? Oh, I, I'm going to do that tomorrow because I should uh, be good to go tomorrow night. So. Uh, I need to squeeze something in. By the way, as you mentioned, uh, no. Well, first off, you can find me at Recappy24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour, which he was referring to, where I talk sports and entertainment. Uh, I've like affectionately referred to Matt and Katie as my cinema panel because they're on there the most, where we talk more specifically horror movies, but you know, movies in general. Uh, but I also have, have sports as well, so. All that content is up on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, all, all streaming platforms where you find uh, Smackin' a Raw and a uh, multitude of Katie shows as well. <laughs> uh, but also, me and my boy TC, you can find us uh, at Young Kings Wrestling everywhere, including Instagram, because they are such hoes that they deleted the previous page. So we have at YK Wrestling back. It's just under a new page now. But uh, also can find us on all streaming platforms as well, including YouTube where we have the video versions up, uh, a lot of content up. Also at young, uh, youngkingswrestling.com, we have those NWO-inspired Black Lives Matter tees that Matt talked about in the beginning. Uh, all proceeds are donated okay. to a, a charitable cause, go directly to families that are affected by police brutality and injustice. Now goes to the Black Lives Matter organization directly because we don't fuck with them. Uh, did I forget anything? No, nope, no, nope, that's it. And as always, you can follow me. I'm at MTTRIDDR on Twitter only, Twitter and Instagram, Smack and Raw Pod. I run the Twitter, Vince runs the Instagram, Creation World, Disney Banner, in which the Smack and Raw Podcast exists. You can follow them at the Creation World, T H E C R E A T I A World, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, creationworld.com, Facebook.com slash Creation World, Facebook.com slash group slash Smack and Raw. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know all that shit, but I appreciate it. And if you want to hear me talk about horror movies in a non traditional sense, uh, go check out the latest episode of Botch Spots and Chair Shots. Uh, I call them something else and I almost fucked that up. Uh, where we talk horror movies and waffles, and me and Will sit down and make comparisons to some of our favorite wrestlers and wrestling personalities and their horror movie counterparts, as well as a slew of other things. So uh, please go check that out because if you, you do and you like it, maybe he'll have me back on to do it again. Uh, and I would like that. So do that. Yeah. And also I'm a little more serious on that one. So way less dick jokes. We talked a lot about balls tonight. So I feel like balls has to be in the title somehow. Has to be. Balls, 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 more balls. For the Shaman of Sheely, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay, just in time, and the Dr. Reek Baker, BBC. I am the patron state of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and this has been the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. <laughs>